Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. We had some late breaking news that has uh, delayed the video I had planned for you for today till this coming Monday, which is fine. I don't usually deal with heavy news type things on the weekend unless there's a very good reason to do so. That having been said, this has as lately been the case um, broken by Rorate Celi, at least the English translation of this has been. And so my hat is off, if I wore a hat, to the good folks at Rorate Celi. They do good work over there. And if you haven't been to their website in a while, go check it out. Um, what we have here is the English translation of the formal letter released by the Ecclesia Dei Institute's superior generals. This would be the Fraternal Society of St. Peter, the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign Priest, and other non-SSPX-type, quote-unquote, traditional priestly fraternities. These are the ones that are dedicated in some manner or another to the saying of the traditional Latin Mass and the use of the pre-Vatican II form of the sacraments. They had decided to meet in Rome recently and are now releasing a joint letter that I saw earlier today in French, but now is in English. Again, thank you to Rate Celi. So for the full text of that, it will follow. And then afterwards, I will have a brief announcement regarding a uh, prayer campaign that I'd like to start, and it will start early next week. So um, stay tuned for that, because you may want to get in on that. Communique of the Superior General of the Ecclesia Dei Communities on Traditionis Custodis. The mercy of the Lord is upon all flesh. See Sirach, chapter 18, verse 13. The signatory institutes want, above all, to reiterate their love for their church and their fidelity to the Holy Father. This filial love is tinged with great suffering today. We feel suspected, marginalized, banished. However, we do not recognize ourselves in the description given in the accompanying letter of the motu proprio Traditionis Custodis of July 16, 2021. If we say we have no sin, see 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. We do not see ourselves as the quote-unquote true church in any way. On the contrary, we see in the Catholic Church our mother in whom we find salvation and faith. We are loyally subject to the jurisdiction of the Supreme Pontiff and that of the diocesan bishops, as demonstrated by the good relations in the dioceses and the functions of presbyterial chancellor, archivist, chancellor, or official which have become been entrusted to our members, and the result of canonical or apostolic visits of recent years. We reaffirm our adherence to the magisterium, including that of Vatican II and what follows, according to the Catholic doctrine of the assent due to it, in particular, Lumen Gentium number 25 and the Catechism of the Catholic Church numbers 891 and 892, as evidenced by the numerous studies and PhD theses carried out by several of us over the past 33 years. Have any mistakes been made? We are ready, as every Christian is, to ask forgiveness if some ex excess of language or mistrust of authority may have crept into any of our members. We are ready to convert if party spirit or pride has polluted our hearts. Fulfill your vows unto the Most High. See Psalm number 49, verse 14. We beg for a humane, personal, trusting dialogue, far from ideologies or the coldness of administrative decrees. We would like to be able to meet a person who will be for us the face of the motherhood of the Church. 
We would like to be able to tell him about the suffering, the tragedies, the sadness of so many lay faithful around the world, but also of priests, men and women religious, who gave their lives trusting on the word of Pope John Paul II and Benedict XVI. They were promised that, quote, all measures would be taken to guarantee the identity of their institutes in the full communion of the Catholic Church, end quote. The first institutes accepted with gratitude the canonical recognition offered by the Holy See and full attachment to the traditional pedagogies of the faith, particularly in the liturgical field. Based on the Memorandum of Understanding of May 5, 1988, between Cardinal Ratzinger and Archbishop Lefebvre, this solemn commitment was expressed in the Modu Proprio Ecclesia Day of July 2, 1988, then in a diversified manner for each institute, in their decrees of construction and their constitutions definitively approved. The men and women religious and priests involved in our institutes have made vows or made commitments according to this specification. It is in this way that, trusting in the word of the Supreme Pontiff, they gave their lives to Christ to serve the Church. These priests and men and women religious served the Church with dedication and abnegation. Can we deprive them today of what they are committed to? Can we deprive them of what the Church had promised them through the mouth of the popes? Have patience with me, see Matthew chapter 18, verse 29. Pope Francis, quote, encourages the church's pastors to listen to them with sensitivity and serenity, with a sincere desire to understand their plight and their point of view, in order to help them live better lives and to recognize their proper place in the church. See Amoris Laetitia, paragraph 312. We are eager to entrust the tragedies we are living to a father's heart. We need listening and goodwill, not condemnation without prior dialogue. The harsh judgment creates a feeling of injustice and produces resentment. Patience softens hearts. We need time. Today, we, are, we hear of disciplinary apostolic visits to our institutes. We ask for fraternal meetings where we can explain who we are and the reasons for our attachment to certain liturgical forms. Above all, we want a truly human and merciful dialogue. Have patience with me. Curcumdata veritate, see Psalm 44, verse 10. On August 13th, the Holy Father affirmed that in liturgical matters, quote, unity is not uniformity, but the multifaceted harmony created by the Holy Spirit. We are eager to make our modest contribution to this harmonious and diverse unity, aware that, as Sacrosanctum Concilium teaches, quote, the liturgy is the summit toward which the activity of the Church is directed. At the same time, it is the font from which all her power flows. See Sacrosanctum Concilium number 10. With confidence, we turn first to the bishops of France so that a true dialogue be opened and that a mediator be appointed who will be for us the human face of this dialogue. We must avoid judgments which do not take into account the complexity of various situations. It is a matter of reaching out to everyone, of needing to help each person find his or her proper way of participating in the ecclesial community and thus to experience being touched by an unmerited, unconditional, and gratuitous mercy. See Amoris Laetitia, paragraphs 296 and 297. Done at Coeur France, 31st of August, 2021. Signed by the Superior General of the Fraternity of St. Peter and that of the Institute of Christ the King Sovereign Priest, as well as the Superior General of the Institute of the Good Shepherd and of similar other traditionally oriented priestly fraternities. If you want to discuss this in the comments, please do so with respect to each other. This is an uh, important document that was released. Certainly, those are some words to ponder. Many of you will not be that surprised, though. The short version of the letter is this. The Superior Generals 
of these various priestly societies reaffirmed their loyalty to Vatican II and the documents that came thereafter. For those familiar with these groups and the circumstances that surround their founding, you really won't be that surprised. They also asked Rome for mediation, though the request was directed at the French bishops who seemed sympathetic to their cause, with the hopes that one of the French bishops will help them to discuss things with Archbishop Roach and hopefully work things out. I hope they're successful, but I doubt it. I may seem jaded about this, but I've simply lost my ability to trust anyone associated with this current pontificate. That's not a surprise to anyone, but I'd like to be proven wrong at least this one time. I just doubt I will. We shall see. That brings me to this. At the start of this video, I mentioned a prayer campaign. September 7th is this coming Tuesday, and it is the perfect day to start a novena to Our Lady of Sorrows, whose feast day is on the 15th of September, the last day of the novena. This will not be done on a typical five-day rosary. Instead, this novena will be of the Seven Sorrows Rosary, prayed on a seven-decade rosary that has seven beads per decade. In the show notes at returntotradition.org, I'll try to have a link to some specifics on how to pray this rosary. The intentions are simple. For Our Lady, St. Joseph, Terror of Demons, and St. Francis of Assisi to smash the Pac-Man Mama demon. And yes, I know, I say its name wrong. It's the name of a demon. You do not say their names properly. Every exorcist under the sun says not to invoke the name of a demon. So I mock them by mispronouncing their names. I do it on purpose. No, it does not harm my credibility. Some people have said that. I'm not going to say the name of a demon for all the credibility in the world. Thank you very much. Now, if you've listened to my reading of Vigano's recent letters on that topic or read it for yourself, you will understand why we're doing this. I did a video that recently just scratched the surface of the connections between Pacamama and the Leviathan. And boy, have I been sent a lot of material since then by people that goes into it even more. And so I plan to revisit the topic in the near future. But for now, it's worth noting that two separate listeners who don't know each other, within a couple hours of each other, messaged me pointing out that the description of the Pac-Man Mama in the literature on demon idolatry associated with it fits the description perfectly of Teilhard de Chardin's description of The Thing, as well as some things from St. John's Apocalypse about the return of ancient evils. If you're not familiar with Chardin's description of The Thing, just say so in the comments and I'll try to have a link posted to a video I did on that so you can watch it. Have your, be prepared to have your mind blown, though. So please, consider getting in on this rosary novena. A seven-decade rosary with seven beads per decade is needed. I'm telling you now, on a Friday, so you have the time to visit a Catholic bookstore this weekend, or make a simple one of your own. There are seven mysteries on this rosary to reflect on, hence why seven decades are needed. In addition, some kind of personal abstinence or sacrifice is advisable, like during Lent or something, for the duration of this. For, as our Lord tells us, this kind of demon can only be cast out with prayer and fasting. I'll try to have a post on this at returntotradition.org with more details soon, so watch out for that. If you have any questions, please ask in the comments. I am very serious about this, and a listener some time ago sent me a seven-decade rosary for this very purpose, and I think we can do the Catholic thing and resist this nonsense through our prayers and taking on some voluntary sufferings. Let me know if you have questions, and I or another knowledgeable person will try to help you out if we can. As always, pray for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.